Hello and welcome back to Here and There podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Friendly, and I'm so glad you're here. We have a very special episode today. This is a bit of a reunion episode with Emily Feichels. If you were around last year, you know that we actually started this podcast together. Um, She kind of gave me the confidence to do a podcast at all. And though we've both had like shifts in our lives and have evolved, we a, of course, are still podcasting. She has her own podcast, which we're, we'll talk more about. And then um, are still, of course, friends because we were friends long before this too. So Emily, I'm so glad to have you back. Oh my gosh, dude. I am so excited to be <laughs> here with you. <laughs> I took me rescheduling about five times due to moving experiences, but I just like, I've been looking forward to this ever since we chatted about it. So thank you, Julie. Oh my gosh. No, I just used this podcast when we started it as a way to catch up with you. And so not having it every week, I was like, gosh, I miss her so much. And, you know, I want to hear all about, I mean, you just moved you also, since we last spoke formally on this podcast have started your cake business, which I'm truly in awe of like literally the coolest thing, because probably one of the last episodes we did together was you talking about how you were starting to make these cakes. And I just think like what a perfect way to talk about like diving into your passions, especially at the start of the new year and just all that. So yeah, why don't you give us like a a life update? Oh my goodness. What a time it's been. And I, I'm so happy you made that correlation because you're right. Like that was right when everything was just like shifting drastically in my life. And, you know, for those listening that are new, or if you listen back in the like beginning episode days, yeah, I mean, like I was in a season where I knew I wanted to like create something different and new. And I was really trying to find like, what's my next creation and where do I have like a bit more purpose in my life outside of the, you know, general work that I do. And so, yeah, you and I had started the podcast and I was loving it. And then like, after a while, I was just like, I felt like there was something brewing within me that I like individually needed to create. I was just like working with so many different people. And I was like, I just need this like season and time to like figure out what I personally want to create. And I thought it might be something more with the podcast, which like my, my personal podcast, which like, I haven't really done anything else with. And so I was like, okay, it's not that. And then like naturally over time, it unfolded that like these cakes which I just started baking last spring of 2023 as like a fun thing for my friend's birthday and then for more friends. And over the summer, they just kept getting requested at more and more friend parties and gatherings. And then I started to realize like, wait, there's something here. Like universe keeps like putting people in my path that want cakes. People like random people are asking about them. Like there's something trying to get my attention. And so finally, like after months of that, in September of 2023, I was like, screw it. Like, let's, let's just like see where this goes. And so, yeah, I created like a cake business essentially, but the entire, like, and this is something we could talk about, I'm sure. Cause I know you resonate. Like my idea creating it wasn't like, I want to scale this and make this into a business. It's that I really enjoy baking these cakes and I wanted to create a way to like make it into something more. 
And so like, yes, it's technically a business. Like I, I can make money from it, but I'm not like really trying to scale it or do anything with it. It's more so just this like super cool opportunity to connect with people, do something I love. And, and yeah, it's been like an interesting lesson of like, kind of like tiptoeing that line between turning a hobby and a passion into something that can make money, but like not pushing it to the point where I lose all the joy in it, if that makes any sense. No, it definitely does. And and you're right. I do. It, it resonates. I relate. Like I talk a lot about, we talk a lot about hobbies that don't have to be monetized, which I think is so important having, having those things that you just, there is no pressure for business at all. But at the same time, how amazing is it to be able to turn something you love into a side hustle even, or whatever, like whether this becomes your full-time job or not, it's something that brings you so much joy. You're connecting with people. I feel that way about pretty much all the content I create, right? It's like, it's not my full-time job. It's not, it was never intended to be. However, the fact that it can make some money is really nice, but keeping a pulse on, is this still making me happy? Do I feel like the joy is being sucked out of it because there's this money element tied to it? But it sounds like, you know, you're not putting pressure on it in that way. It just is something fun that you do. And I also think this, this is so random, but having those seven income streams or whatever people talk about. It's like, if you can make one of your passions or multiple passions into one of those income streams, you don't have to put as much of the stress on it and you can just let it ride, see what happens. I love that you were so open to whatever was going to come out of it was going to come out of it. And remind me the name again, ATX cake bay. (laughs) Yeah. I think that is so freaking cute. Like I'm obsessed with that. And, and Emily's in Austin, if you don't know, but I think you did a, a cake send, like it was like a fitness event or something like yes. that. Yeah. So that's the cool thing is that like, now I've just identified this cake journey, this cake experience project that I've launched as a way to like further connect with people. And it's just sort of this like launch pad for just a lot of fun. So I got the idea um, to launch a event series in 2024 where like every month I host an event with a local instructor, facilitator, healer, mentor of mine that like in some way or another kind of like changed my life in 2023. And so it's kind of like, I want to bring people along to these different events or things or modalities that like help change my life. Now let's like experience them together in community at an event and have like the added joy and fun of cake afterwards. And I got the inspiration because like, people just kept commenting like how much joy the cakes would bring them. And it was this like inner child thing. And then I wanted to start doing events in 2024, but I was like, okay, but there's this like important part of like you, like connecting with like that inner child, like the joy, the playfulness of it, you know, not just being like, okay, let's do some like intense breath work or let's do a intense workout. It's like, no, let's have fun. Let's play with it. And so then I thought of like, let's add cakes and people love it. They like, are so intrigued by it. And so in December of 2023, just a couple of weeks ago, I did a cake and kettlebells event. And it was so funny. Like half the people that showed up were like, honestly, I'm intrigued by the cakes. And then the other half were like, yeah. And I, I wanted, this seems like a dope workout. And then I saw cake and like, that's so cool. I was like, fuck yeah. So then <laughs> this, this next one is going to be cake and clarity. And that's like a breath work and cake event. Oh, I love that. And we have like cake and comedy coming up where my friend who's like 
just super great at like touching into your like authentic voice, you know, like she does improv and comedy and just like has taught me to really like speak for myself so freely. Um, we're going to do like a cake and comedy event and do like little flower arrangements. So it's just been this like amazing little like launch pad inspo for so much of my, I feel like creative energy to come out and play. So yeah, I'm excited. And then eventually I'm getting out to LA and we're doing an LA event because I have so many friends out there and are just in California in general. And I'm like, I need to do this out there too. <laughs> okay. Thank goodness. Cause I have so much FOMO. I think those sound so fun. And I love like the alliteration of it, like cake and clarity cake and cake. So fun. It just sounds perfect. Like so aligned to everything that you wanted to call in for yourself and just all the changes you're making. And I also know, you know, you found your people in Austin, you know, you're not from there. And so this is just a great way to like meet even more people and strengthen the relationships that you have with the people in your circle already and like bring more people in. I just think that is the coolest thing. And then you also just moved into a house, which looks gorgeous. Yeah. That was a wild, wild ride. I mean, it still is. I'm still in like, still in move mode. I mean, ever since I moved to Austin three years ago, you know, and I, I moved from living in a house in Pennsylvania into living in like, you know, little box apartments in the city of Austin. And it was such a drastic change. And I knew within my first year here, like apartment life is not for me. I need to be in a house as soon as possible. I need a yard for the dog. I need space for me to create and be about. So it's always been on my radar. The moment I can get myself into a like a rental house or just like a large, like a townhouse, a condo, something like with all the things I really needed and wanted, I was like, the moment I can, I'm going to do it. And after all the like change I went through in 2023, I just like the entire year, I could just feel myself getting so frustrated, being like feeling stuck in my apartment and just being like in such a small space. And so for months now, I've been looking for like where I would move because January 2024 was the year month I had to like end the apartment lease and move. So I've been looking and looking and the whole time just getting really intentional about not only like the amenities I wanted in my next space, but how I would feel in it. And so I would do like little visualizations where I would like feel like how I'd feel in the space or what it'd be like to cook in the kitchen or to have the yard and let timber out without having to walk up and down four flights of stairs, just like things like that. And I toured a bunch of places, even when I knew they weren't the one, because I wanted to like go in person and get super specific of like, okay, this apartment is perfect. It's even big enough that I would live in this apartment, except it's still too close to the road. And I can hear all the sirens. I can hear all the shit. So I was just being super like nitpicky and getting super like refining things down. And then the one day I had just like a nudge to go on Zillow. It was like the day before Christmas, some super random day, which I don't know why it was like, let's go look at houses. And um, my max budget, you know, like you can set the the radar on yeah. Zillow for what your max budget is. Somehow it got bumped up like a couple hundred more than what I had. At. <laughs> but I was like, well, let's just, let's just look at these places. You know, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> and then I saw this house and I was like out of budget. And it seems to have everything I want. So I booked a tour, walked through it. And I just knew I was like, I really, really, really want to live in this home and I will do whatever it takes to make it work. And so, yeah, it became this like super quick turn time of within like five days of like 
submitting documents and like talking here and talking there, just like all the rigmarole. And then I got it, not because I'm like the most financially secure applicant, but, and this is part of the story I didn't really get to share on social media, but it was, um, they loved my energy. The woman that I toured the house with said, she called me the one morning and she's like, yeah, you know, I just, I really liked your energy when you toured, you seem so sweet and kind and like you're doing exciting things in life. And I just really like shared that with the landlords and my broker. Like, I just, I really want, I see you in that house and I want to help you get there. It's like, yeah. And then the landlords, I wrote an application letter because I was like, okay, I'm not the logical pick for them to rent this house to. So I wrote an application letter and I share this for anyone that might be in a situation. I wrote an application letter explaining how, like, who I am and my ethos of life. And, you know, I don't smoke and I don't really drink and I won't be throwing parties and I care for my space. I love how it's going to look for my filming. Like I just really like went into it and then they responded and they're like, oh, we loved the letter and like the way she laid things out. And so it just goes to show like, I mean, dream delusional, see what the universe brings you and like your energy and the way you interact with people can determine so much for work, homes, like, all the things. And so, yeah, I got the house and figuring out finances as we go, but I'm going to do it. And I just already feel like so lit up and inspired and it's like, just like, I have the room to grow now. So, so yeah. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I got chills at one point and I think it just, it was just meant to be. And I can already tell that you're feeling so good in there and like, I don't know. It's just going to be the perfect place for you to evolve even more this year. And what a great way to kick things off new space, bigger space. And to your point, I think being a good person, being a positive, kind, thoughtful person goes so far in life. I I have always felt the same way, whether it's career or friendships, relationships, whatever it is, it's like, that's going to take you so much farther than money, than I don't know, like perfect grades, followers, like all these things. It's who you are at your core. And then how you, how you speak to people. Even when you go, if if you're ever on a date or something and someone speaks to the wait staff poorly, it's like an instant red flag because you want to be around people that are going to be kind to others. It just creates more and more of this positive energy. And of course they saw that in you. That is so freaking cool. Super grateful. And just when you know what you want, like stick with it and know, you know, there can be times to compromise, but also be sure of your like absolutes. That is such good advice for literally anything. And sometimes you have to be a little delusional and dream really, really big. And look, if you, you know, you were on a timeline too, because you had to find a new place to live. So I'm so glad you found this one. But of course, if you had it, you know, sometimes something's got to give like, I felt the same way when we moved into our house. It is so much quieter here. I feel like I live in the suburbs, even though I don't. Occasionally we hear a helicopter or siren. Of course, it's still a city, but you know, that was really important to me. And we just kept holding out for something and other things didn't work out. But like at the end of the day, this is what was meant to be. And if you don't settle, you will find something that matches as at least as closely as possible to what you are looking for. Yeah. And it it is true. Like, right. There are times where you might have to like make a decision and you might have to compromise on things. And, but what I came to realize, cause I had that fear. I was like, well, what if I do have to like give up on my dream because of time, you know, like you got to move. Yeah. And then of course, like I had that thought and like two days later I was talking with a friend and she was like, 
I mean, it's not ideal, but you could always like Airbnb for a few weeks until you find your next place. And I was like, oh yeah, I never even considered that. And so that was just also a reminder to me of like, there can always be a way to like shift, figure things around. And like a friend um, kind of gave me this advice of like, there's never so often we think there's like two options. Like you get the thing or you don't get the thing or you go this way or you go that way, whatever it is. And there's always like more options. There's always like at least three, four, if not more, they might not be ideal. They might like cost a bit more money or they might have like a bit more shift around. But like, if you're like, if you want, if like, you know what you want, like, I don't know, explore if there are other options to make it work or to extend your timeline or just like find a way around. So that was a really like supportive mindset for me so that I didn't feel like too fearful about like, I don't know, having to give up on my dream, you know? Yeah, that is so important. And there's always a way to make it work. Like if you really want something, you'll make it happen. And I think you moving into a space that is perhaps a little bit higher than your initial budget, like you're just calling in more abundance. In my opinion, the money will come. My, my dad always said that to me growing up. It's like the money will come, you know, you, you want the car, you want the home, you want, maybe you're, you want to be an entrepreneur. You, maybe you wanted to make the cake business, your full-time thing. It's like, you can make that happen. You might just have to shift things around in other areas and figure out your priorities, but I totally think it's possible. And you're right. It doesn't always have to be black and white. That's a scary way of thinking, right? I either get it or I don't. Oh gosh, what's the worst case scenario, but there are all these other options in between too. And even, I mean, for us in this house, like there's a back garage, it's called an ADU here in LA. It's like an additional dwelling unit, maybe in Austin too. I'm not sure you renovate the, the back garage and you can Airbnb it out. And one of the homes we lost last year had a finished ADU that they rented out. It was like permitted and everything on Airbnb, separate lock, whatever. And that was very appealing to us because, you know, we want to renovate our ADU. It's very important to us, especially like because we'll need to use this extra room for the baby. And, you know, it's a scary thought of putting in so much money. It will of course raise the value of the home, but at the same time, I'm like, oh my God, it's so crazy. I don't actually want to do this, but if we had to Airbnb it out to make up the extra cash for at least a little bit, or like figure out a short-term rental with somebody or something like that, we could make it happen because it's something that we really want. We know we want to do it. We want to do it, you know, hopefully this year, at least start construction. And I think there is a way to make pretty much anything work if you want it badly enough. A thousand percent. And it's helpful in those scenarios to like think back on times before when it, you know, when it worked out or when you made it happen yeah. and it's like gathering that evidence of like, okay, I've, you know, I haven't renovated this and like, I haven't done this specific thing before, but I have done like this. And I do remember this crazy experience and this time when like, I didn't think it was going to work out. And then like, we figured it out, we made it happen or, you know, we had some universal assistance, like whatever it is. Yeah. And so, yeah, I love that. Oh, so exciting. Well, is there anything on your radar for this year? You know, whether it's like with the house, with the cakes, with the other parts of your work or anything like that, that you're really excited about or any kind of like goals, intentions for the year? So my, I was just talking about this with a friend yesterday. And one of my intentions for this year is to like challenge myself mm -hmm. and in that way, I just mean like challenge myself to like, to grow, to think creatively, to do something different and to just like 
I don't know, really like own, own my shit, like own, own my life. And, you know, I feel very grateful that I'm at a spot where I can do that. You know, the last few years have been a lot about like, kind of like going with the grind, working, just like building my base here. And now I feel like supported and settled and like stable enough that I can sort of like take the risk and I can challenge myself. And so some ideas that I've been floating this year is that I, you know, I have a breathwork certification and I've done other trainings and I have all of these like skills and tools in my box. And I share them here and there, like through podcasting or through Instagram, whatever it is. But I ultimately like really love when I, I don't know, I get to just like be with someone one-on-one, like whether it's a podcast conversation or an in real life conversation and can kind of like share my life experience, my life knowledge and the things I've been trained and skilled in. And so I'm trying to, not trying, I'm like actually going to create some sort of offering in this year to come, whether that's like doing with breath work or other like specific fields, like zones of genius that I have in my life, podcast mentorship, like virtual assistant stuff. Like, I don't know. I think I'm just like really stepping into this stage of like owning what I've created for myself and how I've done that. And I want to like help others be able to do that too. And it's interesting though, because I feel all these blocks come up about like, there's so many coaches out there and there's so many programs and who am I to call myself a coach? And I was talking about it with a friend and like kind of mentor of mine. And she's like, you don't, A, you don't have to do it like everybody else. B, you don't like, you don't have to call yourself a coach. You can create like an offering. You can create a like system for somebody, a program. Like you can mentor them in podcast launch, like whatever it is. She's like, you can rewrite the rules. You can create your own thing. At the end of the day, it's just about like, creating what you're interested in, what inspires you and what you like genuinely think is going to help like the people that are like in your field and in your orbit. Like, okay, cool. So 2024, that's like one of my challenges is like, how can I distill all of these things I've like learned and experienced and like gone through in the past few years and create like, I don't know, some sort of like layout guidance offer, whatever it might be to help others like looking for that sort of like specific or generalized thing in life. So that's, that's on the docket. I think that is so cool. And it makes so much sense. Like, I don't know, I see, I've always felt this way, but I feel like you and I have so much in common and I see a lot of myself and you vice versa, I'm sure. And so, you know, there are times when we have all these different skill sets and we're doing all these things and we're learning all these things. And, and then you have to figure out how to hone in on what is actually going to work. And there are those years for being comfortable, like building the foundations, not that that's comfortable, but building the foundations. And then there are years for stepping out of your comfort zone and just going for it and figuring it out. And I'm sure that's going to take so much uh, time and energy and space for you to be able to sit down and figure out what that looks like. But I feel like you now have that maybe not the time. I know you're still really busy, but now you have this space, which is so cool. And you know, just getting clarity bit by bit. It doesn't all have to happen overnight. Like you said, last year was a big growing year for you. And this year could be the year where you like take all that growth and do something really amazing with it. And I love your friend's advice too, about rewriting the, the script, like not, yeah, there are a million coaches out there, but that doesn't mean you have to be one of them or, 
you know, it also means like there is room for everybody and you never know who's going to want what you have to offer. There's so many, been so many times where I've been wanting to launch something or create an offering. I've never done that. And I kind of get in my head about it. So you are also inspiring me because for me, I feel like this is the year where I need to just, I don't know if this is, um, this is probably a growing year because I just don't know what's to come. But with that means like endless possibilities and I can do, I can figure out what I want to do. And so you are just, you're inspiring me is all I have to say. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, I honestly thought of you the other day because I, so the other thought I had, right. was like, I get in that headspace of like, will I do something like before I'm about to start something, I get that thought of like, well, I'm not like, well, I want to do that in two, three years. I get in that like black or white almost mentality of like, okay, I'm building this. Like it has to be my life purpose and my life work. And it's like, nah, it's like, it's all for seasons. It's like you follow like the tracks in life and one leads you to the next, to the next. And I thought of you and like a few other friends where like, I've seen you move through these different seasons and things you've built and like, okay, you haven't built maybe an offering program, but you had an entire like agency technically, right? Like you were doing social media and creation for people and, but you had it structured in like a different way than just working like as like a, almost like more freelance creator, you know, whatever it was. And that's what we first connected about like four or five years ago. I was interviewing you about those like entrepreneurial parts of it. Yeah. And I was thinking of like that for you and like my other friends who have done things similarly. And I'm like, okay, so like, yes, they inevitably like ended it or they shifted out of it or they did whatever. But like the tools and the skills they probably learned in the building, launching and running of that like seasonal temporary creation, like life skills you're going to use them over and over again and you never know like what one thing is going to lead to or the opportunities or connections and so yeah i mean i've been inspired by like watching all of you like that i've you know all my ig connection friends ladies <laughs> four or five years i've been inspired watching you all shift in and out of different creations and offerings and things like that and now i'm like now this is it. Yeah. Like it's going to challenge me and I'll fumble and learn and who knows how long I'll actually do this or offer it, whatever it is. But I know a few years from now, like I'm going to be so grateful that I like gave it a go. So that's like what else I'm kind of reminding myself of. <laughs> yeah. That is literally the best mindset to have. And you're so right. It can be, it can be for however long you want it to be for. It can be forever or it can be for the next year or until the next thing comes into your life that inspires you. And that's just, I can't think of a better way to approach something new in a new season. So I love that. And I always like to wrap up with one question, which you and I used to start with this, but I found that we just, you know, when I'm talking to people, like we half the time you and I would forget to do it, but I love to hear about people's obsessions and hyper fixations, just like something you can recommend, maybe, um, something that you're loving right now. Let's see. Okay. So I probably have, I have two that I'll share. And the one is just like a food. I always have a food hyper fixation. And right now it's these, um, chocolate chip cookies with a secret ingredient that my friends and I've been making. And the secret ingredient is vanilla pudding mix. Oh my God. Isn't that secret, but like it's genius. Yeah. Try it. Look it up a recipe. We make it gluten-free and dairy-free. Like if you need it to be, it can be made that way. Insane. Like absolutely insane. Like the texture just mm, so good. 
It's literally 1030 in the morning right now. And now I want like a whole batch of that. (laughs) Dude, I know I've been thinking about it for days. Um, And then my second one that I can like suggest, especially are red light glasses. Mm. And this is one of my like wellness biohackery things, but basically like, I'm sure we've all heard at this point of like blue light glasses, right? Like wear them on your computer. So a similar concept, they're called like red light glasses or red light blockers. And the idea is that they have like a red tinged frame made with like a specific material because, um, if you know, like the circadian rhythm, right, we're supposed to get sleepy as the sun goes down. However, we live in homes that are full of like blue light from the lights overhead to computers, to phones. And that blue light keeps us up. It like keeps our bodies and systems activated as though it's still like middle of the day. And so when you wear these red light glasses, they like block out the certain rays of those like lights. So your body like naturally gets sleepy as it should going with like the seasonal shift. I was skeptical. I got the glasses because all of my friends recommend them. And um, from like a specific brand called Raw Optics. And I gave them a try. Within like a week, I was getting just like so naturally sleepy, not early, but just like, I've always had sleep issues. I've always had insomnia, like absolutely. Well. I changed nothing else about my routine. I would just like put them on around like seven 30 at night, like right around when sun was like going down. And I would just like wear them as I'm doing my usual things. And I would start to just like naturally get like sleepy, sleepy, sleepy. And then I was ready to go to bed by like nine 30 or 10 PM. And then I would like my sleep score started to improve with my aura ring And so I'm just saying like, now I'm a full-fledged believer in them. (laughs) Wow. No, that's so interesting. I've never heard anyone talk about them before. And I actually noticed you were wearing them in your Instagram story last night. And I was like, what is this? Um, But that's really cool. And I also have really, I've always had sleep issues. So maybe I should try that. Interesting. Well, my current obsession is, um, I think everyone's sleeping on Athleta as an activewear brand. (laughs) I just, I just like love their elation tights are these, they're like, I guess they're comparable to a Lululemon align probably in fabric, but they're the only leggings I find myself reaching for. And obviously being like, it's very pregnant. I only want to wear like the most comfy of the clothes and they're literally the only tights, the only leggings I want to wear. So they're called the elation tight. And I just, I don't know why I'm obsessed with them, but <laughs> I mean, a good pair of leggings is like, that's a hyperfixation. Like, yeah. <laughs> clothing that you wear all the time. And then you're just like, I live in this practically now. Yeah. Big one. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to record with me in your beautiful new home. I'm so excited for you and just say where everyone can find you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy we did this. Y'all can find me at Emily Feichels on Instagram. And from there you can find like the cake bay Instagram account, which I love making cake reels. So fun. You can watch how I bake each cake. They're so Um, good. Yeah. And then I have a podcast. Let's thrive. It's a little sporadic. I don't know what's happening to it in 2024, but you can also check that out. And yeah, otherwise I'm on the gram and always down to connect, chat, whatever it might be. So thank y'all for listening.